Hello, Kevin. I am your host, Rachel Pond, and in today's episode, we will be discussing how to read smoke. So let's jump right on into that. Um, Starting off with how to read sage and candle smoke. So if your candle is, excuse me, if the smoke of your candle or sage is going straight up, narrow, it means the energy is clear or being cleared. If the smoke goes to the north, you have downloaded the wisdom you need. So you've had like a spiritual download. I'm sure you've heard of those on TikTok, especially a lot of people talk about those sort of things. Um, if the smoke is going towards the south, um, there is shifting uh, transformation are coming or are happening in the moment. Um, becoming more passionate and sending love to where you need it the most for healing. So if the smoke is going to the south, that's what all that means. If the smoke is going towards the east, um, your energy has been cleared or moved through. So that means like whatever blockage you're dealing with or if you're doing this uh, during a spell, that means the blockage that the spell is supposed to help. Yeah, the uh, the blockage that the spell is supposed to help is is moving. It's, it's in the process of clearing out. If the smoke is going towards the west, um, <clears throat> it means... Uh, oh, come on, screen. Um, perforation, perforation or transfer, transformation of some kind of needs. So then that means if it's going to the West, it means some form of transformation or change needs to be done. Um, now, um, meaning of incense smoke. If the incense smoke excuse me, is uh, thin and uh, like light, then that means, um, I will also post a picture of this because this is giving references of what each means. So if the smoke is super thin and just up straight and narrow, um, the ends of flows well it means that um it's detecting that there's some cleaning that needs to be done um so yeah it's detecting that it needs there's cleansing that needs to be done there's some heavy energy uh and that's why it's so rigid um and if your smoke is super dark and just super flowy in every which direction. That means the energy, um, the dense, heavy energy has been detected and it is clearing the whole space. Again, I will post 
uh, a picture because this these notes here came with a picture to match with each description. So I will post that to my TikTok, which is natural magic, and also to my uh, Instagram, which is that new witch. So look out for that. Um, <clears throat> now, um, you can also create your own smoke, not just by lighting a candle or incense or sage or even smoking your choice of herb. Um, speaking of smoking herbs, um, I do have another episode out back in season one. I believe it's episode nine um, that discuss uh, 13 different herbal blends that you can smoke. Um, and they're all 100% legal. Um, so if you're interested in that, I highly suggest you go back and check that out. And um, yeah, go do that. But back to what I was saying, uh, you can make your own smoke by um, doing capnomancy. I believe I'm saying that right. Capnomancy, which is a practice within, which is like, I believe capnomancy is uh, a practice within hoodoo. And what you do with this is you take either a white plate or a white piece of paper and you place it, you like hover it over the flame and you let the flame kind of smudge, whether it be the piece of paper or the white plate. And then you take the plate or piece of paper away and you look at the the smudge, the smoke that you have created and see if there's any shapes or figures within the smoke and smudge that you can identify and what they mean to you. I like the idea of this because it's very much going upon your gut instinct. What is your gut telling you? What do you feel like you see? Very much like how when we were children, I think I've used this reference before, you know, um, you're sitting outside on a blanket and looking up at the sky and you're like, that cloud looks like Snoopy or that looks like a castle or I can see a horse. You know what I mean? So it goes back and that's why I like it because it goes back to channeling that inner child and that joy and bliss that that children have. Um, another way that you can do this is by taking a candle jar you know like you go to the dollar store and you buy a simple candle and it comes like in a jar and sometimes when you light the candle especially if the candle is starting to get old sometimes the jar around the edges uh, gets smudged or or super dark sometimes um what, what you can also do is read that that smudge if you um it's no different I would say it's very similar to reading tea leaves and um, all those sort of things. So, um, yeah, so that's a way of doing capnomancy. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so, um, burning sage and incense and... Uh, uh, I don't believe Palo Santo, I don't think, but I know Sage. Um, 
as we all know, is a great way of clearing energy in a room. I mean, Palo Santo is also used for that, but not for what I'm just about to say. Um, sage and incense are used for clearing rooms back in the olden days um, before, you know, women started having babies in hospitals and stuff when babies were traditionally born at home. Um, it was very popular for sage and incense um, of all sorts to be burned to clear the energy and make a um, a um, positive make the room a positive energy not just for the mother to relax her but also for the baby to come into the world so the baby didn't come into because obviously they're trying to uh, probably obviously I wasn't there but I'm assuming the reason they were doing it is because they're trying to balance uh the energy between the uh the pain and anger or whatever feeling the emotion that I'm, I've never had a baby but I can assume the women are screaming their bloody brains out because they're in so much pain and rightfully so so I'm assuming that they're doing the cleansing to balance the mother's energy of tension so the baby doesn't be born holding on to that um I hope that made sense um but I found that bit of information very interesting so I wanted to share that with you all um now I did find a little something on um, uh, reading marijuana smoke, um, but most of it was uh, history and how marijuana, as we all know, has been used through the ages for uh, spiritual and religious um, celebrations. In in Hindu... um, uh, drinks infused with marijuana. Um, so I guess we, these, you know, like how, when you go to your, uh, dispensary, you can buy edibles. And, um, I have a friend who gets it in like coffee form. Um, so think of it that way. They just made it themselves. They didn't have dispensaries, but they would consume this drink on the birthday of, um, Sheba. Uh, I meant to Google and see if Sheba was a male or female or a non-binary. Um, I think that's the right word, right? Non-binary, like doesn't identify with a gender, um, god or goddess or deity, but I forgot. Please forgive me. Um, but maybe that'd be a, something that you, if you find yourself so inclined, can do on your own. Um, but yes, so people in the, um, Hindu, uh, religion, uh, that especially, um, worship Ashiba because not everybody in the Hindu religion worships the same God or goddess. Some people favor others over, you know, you favor one over the other and, uh, you just work with them. So I found that interesting that you don't always all follow the same. Um, and, uh, as I'm sure we all know, uh, Rastafarism, uh, when I think of that religion, I immediately think of Bob Marley, may he rest in peace. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, his music is just 
chef's kiss. Um, but yes, so people that practice Rastafarianism um, consume marijuana, believing that it um, hires their spiritual awakening, like it spiritually awakens them and hit, uh, helps them reach a higher um, enlightenment. No pun intended, <laughs> or I guess pun intended, right? Um, so yeah, it helps them reach a higher in- enlightenment. And um, Rastafarianism is a mixture. It's like a spinoff of Christianity, Hinduism, and um, there's another religion that it's a mixture of. And I just I can't remember. I'm sorry. Um, so usage of marijuana is was also found or has been, excuse me, um, throughout the Bible. And uh, archaeologists have also found evidence of use of marijuana um, in Israel and Palestine. Um, so marijuana is something that has just been used for religious purposes and heightening your awareness throughout the times. Um, something personally that I enjoy doing, and I'm sure I am not the only person that does this, is when I am consuming my choice of herbal blend, whether that be weed or raspberry tea leaves. I actually smoked a little bit of that this morning because my anxiety these last few days, for whatever reason, has been going through the roof. And I was like, I've got to get this podcast done. I don't have time to just meditate right this second so (laughs) I just took it to kind of chill my nerves and once I hit that publish button and get this episode out I am definitely going to meditate and do some inner work and try to focus on and see if I can do some healing but you're not here to hear about me so (laughs) let's continue with the episode so yes I enjoy um while I'm smoking my choice of blend herb and looking at the smoke setting my intention before I light um you know the um the herb before I start smoking set my intention for what I want to get from this session of smoking and sometimes I say you know may my god may Hecate send me a message if she has one for me and I I go into it with that mindset um or sometimes I want to communicate with my grandfather who passed away several years ago so I set an intention and then I look at the smoke and I see or I try to see if I can identify a figure or an image that resonates with me um so, um, I truly thought this episode was going to be a little bit longer, but, um, I think I covered all the essential topics that I wanted to discuss. Before I go, I do want to suggest a couple books that I came across while doing my research, and, um, if you guys feel so inclined to do a little bit more research on your own, uh, maybe these books will help you on that path. The first one I'm going to suggest is Sage, Smoke, and Fire. And this is by Ryan Kerr. 
That's A, excuse me, Ryan, R-Y-A-N, and Kerr, K-U-R-R. And all these will be listed in the description of this episode, along with um, the references uh, for my research. Uh, The next book is The Big Book of Magical Incense, and that is by um, Cheryl Masterson. Um, So, um, and then the last book is The Candle Magic Spell Book. Um, and that's by Bridget Bishops or Bishop, sorry, Brigitte, Brigitte, B-R-I-D-G-E-T and then Bishop, B-I-S-H-O-P. Um, my references for this episode are, uh, Google, YouTube, um, and I will list the, um, the channels on YouTube down in the description and, uh, uh, parlor, parlor of, parlor of wonders. I'm sorry. That's www.parlorofwonders.com and Wikipedia as well. I want to thank you all for spending this time with me. Um, it means the world that you do that. Um, if you could rate and review, it really helps the episode, helps uh, the the podcast and the episode that you uh, write and review on. It really helps it get noticed. I will be back next week with a brand new episode discussing um, how to write your own spell 101. Um, in the meantime, if you want to keep up with the podcast, you can follow me over on TikTok at Natural Magic. Um, and you can also find me over on Instagram at That New Witch. In the meantime, I hope you all have a magical week and I'll see you next week. Bye, Coven.